This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's the Now News Panel on AMI. I'm Dave Brown, joined by Joita Gupta and Michelle McQuig. We've got one more topic on deck. The Quebec election is underway. Now, I'm not looking to dive into issues at play in the election. Actually, quite the opposite. I want to do something a little more abstract. Now, here's the core question before I hit you with some more preamble. Why do you think people largely have trouble sinking their teeth into a provincial election? I observed this during the Ontario election. Even though there were really big issues at play coming out of a pandemic, it seemed like people at large really didn't care. There wasn't really an enthusiasm. I observed that in the most recent BC election, certainly talking to some friends in Quebec last weekend. Let's call their enthusiasm low. Now, I know my evidence is anecdotal. But I'm curious if you guys have a theory on why provincial politics don't always necessarily caption, capture the imagination of voters at large. Michelle, I want to give you first crack at this because we talked about this over email on Sunday. Yeah, we did. Um, and the Ontario election observation is, is, is very vivid in my mind. But I, I will push back on your notion a little bit and say that while I agree that provincial politics is not grabbing people's interest I'd say that's kind of a unique thing to right now. I have covered past provincial elections and the temperature and the the vibe felt really different. It does feel incredibly muted right now. It feels like everything's turned down. It feels like there's a lot of apathy out there and just a a lot of burnout on on political discussion. Uh, I think a lot of cynicism on what any level of government can do for people in light of all the upheaval that we've been seeing, both economically and on the healthcare system. And that's been across the country. So I think we're in a particularly cynical political moment at the moment. And I think that's probably that's kind of my theory as to why people are, are tuning out a lot of these elections, even though. The province is responsible for more of the things mm-hmm. that affect your everyday life mm-hmm. than, than stuff that happens at the federal level. And, of course, it'll be interesting to see in Ontario, for instance, uh, municipal elections are going to be taking place here in a few months' time. That's even closer to home. And I'll be interested to see if that has any kind of different vibe. But my guess is no, because I think people are just kind of done in general at the moment. But that said, I think there could be a resurgence of interest I, in that I, kind of thing. I got my first door knock of the municipal election this past week, but I was only wow. wearing I was only wearing underwear, so that that door uh, was not answered. The door was not answered in that moment. Uh, Juita, Michelle pushed back on my premise. I'm curious if you'd like to push back on my premise as well. Oh, sorry, Juita, we've got to let up your mic. Hold on one second. Now we go back to Juita. I I think. Um I think uh, what we're dealing with is just low engagement and low voter turnout in general. Even with federal elections, um, it seems like there's been less interest. And I wonder how much of that can really be uh, uh, can come down to the pandemic and people feeling really fatigued with um, politics, just with life. And a lot of that that COVID fatigue setting in now after two plus years Um But like Michelle, I think that a resurgence in um, in provincial elections and in electoral politics in general is likely imminent down the road. Um, I think, though, to your point about provincial elections specifically, um, there's a couple of factors that I think do come into play as to why people may not be paying as much attention as they probably could or should or ought to, given that 
the province determines things. It has a large part to play in files like housing, healthcare, and education, which obviously has a huge impact on people's day-to-day lives. I think a lot of it comes down to our education system. Um, now, I will put the caveat in place that I did not, uh, I did not complete high school in Canada. Uh, but just from what I've heard... From- oh, civics is lacking. Civics, yeah, so civics that's the point. Civics yeah. is lacking, and I think in the, as a footnote to that, I don't know how much provincial politics gets taught. And as civics is lacking, then I don't know how Not many people actually... Yeah, and I don't know how many people actually uh, understand the division of powers. So for them, the government is the government. And I don't think people are getting into that minutia about who's responsible for what. So I think a lot of this comes down to people just not knowing. And I, at the moment, owing, I think, largely to the pandemic and the fact that we've had several federal elections in the last two, three years, people also not caring. Mm. I, I have a mass media question for you guys. And, and in, to a certain extent, we're all part of the mass media in our own, in our own particular way. Um, I sometimes find the coverage of elections is either too horse racy or agenda-y. Person X will be here making an announcement about today. Polls say this. And sometimes I really feel like just explainers on party platforms, although it would be so dry and boring, I think that would actually be really beneficial for people. But Joita, giving you an opportunity here from a mass media perspective, what do you think we could do to better serve populations and maybe gear up some of that enthusiasm? Well, I think uh, part of the problem is that a lot of the mass media, when it's national mass media, uh, they're more focused on federal politics. They don't really have the resources to spend covering provincial politics, um, especially with newsrooms shrinking down and people getting laid off and everything. I think the priority for a, lo- uh, for a news outlet that is national in scope is obviously to cover federal politics to the detriment of covering provincial politics. On the other hand, you know, if you think about uh, local morning shows and, uh, you know, shows of that, um, you know, of that nature or local daily newspapers, then they're zoned in on municipal politics. And so, Mm, you know, in Toronto right now, in the lead up to this municipal election that we're gearing up for in October, you'll have interviews with all the candidates on the local morning show on CBC. You'll get a lot of exposure for municipal politics. And I think sometimes, and this is my theory, I think the... Um, I feel like provincial politics is like the middle child in the family. It kind of gets <laughs> forgotten a little bit because we're so focused on the federal government and we're so focused on municipal politics that other than having like routine check-ins with maybe uh, the premier or the minister of education from time to time or the health minister from time to time, I don't think there's as much coverage of, poli- of provincial election on an uh, elections mm-hmm. on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. or provincial politics on an ongoing yeah. basis. Michelle, we've got about a minute here, and I know you and I before have spent time talking about how much we love a good explainer in a newspaper or in a news site mm-hmm. or in news coverage. So I don't mean to be overly critical of the mass media because I think certainly some of this coverage is there, but give me a minute on what you think mass media could do to perhaps engage the population a little bit and build that enthusiasm. I actually find this really fascinating to hear your perspectives because I'm in a a weird position where I'm sitting at a media outlet that does cover provincial politics pretty extensively, almost at the expense of municipal politics. Uh, Canadian press tends to gear things towards provincial or national audiences. Um, So for me, political or provincial political coverage is in my face almost all the time. And I've been interested. It's been a privilege, honestly, to help cover a number of provincial elections now. But I think the explainer theme is a really interesting one and something that we are trying to lean into a little bit. Sometimes we'll save. If if there's a daily announcement, 
rather than writing about the daily announcement, if we don't find it particularly interesting, but we think it's time, let's say, to start uh, focusing a, a piece on promise changes to education, we'll start grouping coverage by theme sometimes and exploring a different issue or two every couple of days and diving into it more that way. And I, I hope that kind of explanatory journalism and rather less focus on spot coverage might help move things along. Guys, I really appreciate both your perspectives on this issue and all the issues we covered today. We're out of time, but Michelle McQuig, you have yourself a lovely weekend. Thank you. You same to everybody else. And Joita Gupta, you enjoy your long weekend as well. Thank you very much. You too. That's Joita Gupta, host of The Pulse on AMI-audio. Michelle McQuig is the weekend news editor at the Canadian Press. Coming up after the break, we get the regional news update with Mike Ross. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.